Welcome to the Hunting for Purpose podcast, the official podcast home for all human design manifestors. I'm your host, Holly Marie, a 4-6 clinic manifester, a certified human design teacher, and a manifester who is following her own creative urge to facilitate a thriving global community of aligned, powerful manifestors. Wherever you are at in your manifester journey, or even if you are here just because you love a manifester and you want to understand them a little bit more, this podcast is the place for you. Stick around for in-depth teaching, for real-life practical tips and understandings of the manifester journey, and how to become aligned and powerful and thriving as a manifester. You are here for global impact. You are here to change the world. The time is now. The journey is yours. This podcast is your home. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. Of course, my name is Taylor V. You may have heard from me before. Maybe you haven't. If this is your first time, welcome. I'm so glad that you are taking a few minutes of your day to um, hear my perspective, to share some of my opinions. My conscious son is in gate 17, so this platform where I get to kind of share my musings really serves me, and I hope it it offers you um some space and some latitude to explore your own opinions about human design and about being a manifester and, and the whole enchilada. Um, for my regulars who who enjoy and and, and kind of contact me and let me know what you're what you're thinking and feeling about my episodes, this episode I intend to be a bit shorter and I just want to give you some what I would say like food for thought. Um, something to consider. I don't really have a a conclusion that I want you to come to, but more so just an insight that I think is really valuable to the to the human design space, um, and in particular to manifestors. One of the reasons why um, this I think is particularly important for manifestors is because manifestors are said to have a closed aura and. What that means is that we are our our space, or I, I define aura as like our personal bubble. Everyone has a personal bubble, but everyone's bubble does not feel the same. Um, but you can tell when somebody's kind of in your space or in your bubble, and it's it's arbitrary. And some of that is felt or interpreted culturally and 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 differently. Um, but from a human design perspective, our our auras are felt and experienced differently by type, by the centers that we have defined in our chart or colored in in our chart. They create an auric experience for ourselves and for others. So for manifestors, having a motor connected to a throat and yet no sacral center means that we have this ability to take action without a need to respond or to wait for the invitation for another person. And in order to protect our ability to bring things up and out of us that are likely unseen and never been experienced before. One of the things that has to happen is that that space within ourselves and ultimately outside of ourselves needs protecting. In human design, we would describe that as a closed aura. What you'll find is that that aura 
that personal bubble, that presence that takes up the room um, or takes up the space in the car when you're riding with a friend, that that presence that allows, that prevents people or prevents you from going unnoticed, so to speak, has both a magnetic or a drawing quality to it and a repelling quality to it. Now, a lot of times we like to moralize the magnetism and the repulsion. You know, nobody wants to be repelling and everyone wants to be magnetic. But what I've found and what I've discussed recently in a couple of communities that I'm in is that the magnetism does not always feel good. It doesn't always feel good to to have people, particularly people who um, are... um, maybe not emotionally as healthy as they need to be or, you know, are attempting to capitalize on some of the gifts and talents that you have that you maybe don't have an intention to share or even a desire to share. You know, that magnetism doesn't always draw or magnetize a positive experience. And likewise, the repulsion is not always negative. Sometimes it keeps out inappropriate relationships, inappropriate dynamics. Sometimes the resistance that people feel is just as positive and as of service to you as the magnetism that we sometimes display. But that's surprisingly not the point of this episode. The, The point of this episode is that When you are going through the process of learning your human design, I know some of you are going to take this time and you're going to sign up for the Manifestor Mastery Program. I hope that you'll use my affiliate link in the show notes, but you're going to um, invest, whether that's in a reading or or some sort of integrative experience, or maybe you're going to purchase the Manifestor book, Informed, that's coming out soon. Whatever the case may be, what I want to create space for in your learning and in your experimentation is this idea that your design is 100% unique. Human design is the science of differentiation, meaning all we're focusing, all we focus on, all we are, all of the data that we're collecting and processing and, and, and that has been systematized is in service to what makes you unlike everyone else, not what makes you like everyone else. And I know that's counterintuitive because most of us think, oh, I'm an Enneagram seven. I want to meet other sevens. What are we like? Oh, we must have similarities or, oh, I'm a you know, Myers-Briggs, ESTJ. I wonder what the other ESTJs are like. And do we, we likely process and make decisions the same, but this is not that. Human design is not invested in what you do with your design as much as it's invested in you having an authentic experience of your design. Strategy and authority is not so that you'll have a great life. It's so that you get to experience what it's like to be a manifester. You don't actually get the manifester experience without the a commitment to informing and initiating continuously over time. If you have emotional um, authority, we don't say that so that you can have perfect relationships and that you can get the job that you want and, and that you can never encounter tra- chat challenges. We say that because you don't get to fully experience your emotional authority in your specific design unless you utilize or function in alignment with how an emotional authority functions, specifically your your emotional authority. Now, this matters for the purposes of this episode because in my in my support of others and in integrating their design and exploring their design and and in all the the courses or the materials or the groups that you find yourself in or the readers that you work up on or coaches or whatever whatever space you find in where you're looking at this chart and attempting to allow someone else into the conversation 
between you and your chart. That includes all of the textbooks. An author is only documenting what they would like to add to your internal dialogue about your chart or about your design. So whoever you let into that conversation within yourself, including and not excluding anyone else in any form, author, conversation, hired coach, they are all attempting to describe from the outside of your design what they are perceiving is happening inside for you. They are describing their experience of what you showed up as, what they are not describing, what they are incapable of offering you, what they cannot validate for you, what you will have to self-honor and create space for and speak and operate from a place of integrity about is how it feels to be in your design. What is your experience of your design? I can't give you the language for that. What I can tell you is what it's like to be around you when you're being yourself, when you're functioning in your design. Here's what I experience. Here's what I I pick up on and I perceive. But please don't mistake that for that's how it's going to feel to you. So people love to tell manifest, oh, you have big energy, you're magnetic, you know, you, you can draw a crowd, you can, you can capture the audience, but oftentimes it does not feel like that on the inside. I don't always walk into a room and want all the attention on me. I don't always have clarity about what I want to say. And, and sometimes what I say, I don't mean it to be um, instructive or initiating to the other person. I don't mean to sound like I'm telling other people what to do. I don't always intend to give them something to respond to. Sometimes I'm just offering what's true for me. The problem is the mechanics say dripping off the off my truth is this initiating quality. And because of their design, there is a demand to respond, not because of what I said, but because of how they're made. And so when other people look at my design and attempt to tell me what it's like or attempt to affirm, sometimes that's a beautiful experience. And sometimes you can look at the reading that you were given or read the book or see the course or have the conversation. And it's like they're speaking about an experience that you can't relate to. And you're right. You can't relate. And that's honestly not the goal. The goal is not for you to be able to validate their interpretation of your experience. The goal is that you would have more language, more clarity about what's happening for you. And of what's happening for you, what do you want to make available to someone else? Because the world is not entitled to your truth. It is a beautiful gift that you get to give, but no one is entitled to know everything about every moment of every day of your existence. No one is. You don't owe it to anyone to bring your life into an alignment of their interpretation of a manifester. doesn't matter who the person is. doesn't matter what the book says. So I just wanted to kind of give this like end of the year, like oomph, like as you, as you decide how you're going to bring human design into 2024, whether you're going to bring it in or not, whether you're going to work with a coach, whether you're not, whatever your decision is, what I want to, to leave with you, what I want to close out the year with you is this, you are the authority on your experience and you might find it valuable you might find it valuable to consult with someone else or something else about other ways to to interpret your experience. What you won't ever find beneficial, what there is no value in, is 
taking what someone else said and invalidating what was happening for you. There's no, there, that's not the point of human design. That's not the objective. And so one of the ways that I think that you, that, that I can offer that in my opinion is a way to create safety, to both honor what other people, what other people are investing in your life, whether that's the insight or the encouragement or more knowledge, whatever, one way to honor their contribution to your experience and continue to sit from a seat of sovereignty in your own is to say or to understand or accept that they are describing their experience of my design. They are not telling me, they are incapable of telling me what it's like to be me. They can't, I, they can't tell me what it feels like to be a manifester. What they can tell me is what they experience as a manifester and potentially what they experience when they encounter my presence, but that's the best that they will be able to offer. And that any insecurity I might feel about my opinion, my stance, my voice, that's where the work is. Not in more understanding of human design, but to, to question within ourselves what would ever make you think that your position, that your stance, that, that the way you see it is not just as worthy and as val valid as the way they might describe it. That's all I have for you today. I really hope this meets someone exactly where they need um, to be met. And that's a beautiful way, I think, to close out the year. And then maybe it gives you some insight into where I'm headed in 2024. I want to be supportive of that, of, of, of really just reverencing the sovereignty that I think we've all been given and creating experiences that do just that including episodes like this. So if that's been helpful for you, please let me know. Of course, tag me, uh, send me a, a message on um, Instagram, or you can shoot me an email. And again, I will put a link to both work with me, but also um, if you want to explore the the generic or high level view of the manifestor experience and, and give you some beginning language, giving give you some places to start in, in, in terms of understanding what it feels like for you to be a manifestor, I highly recommend the Manifestor Mastery um, program. And again, I, I moonlight in there by way of um, different workshops and things. So I would love to see you inside. And if not, I'll see you where I see you. Have a great rest of the year. Um, I'll be around. Bye, friends. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us today in another episode of the Hunting for Purpose podcast. We so enjoy having you here and whether you are listening to my insights or the wisdom of one of our other incredibly talented manifesto specialists, we really truly hope that you have taken away power, transformation and wisdom about your own manifesto magnificence. Before you go and switch off, we would be so humbly grateful if you could take the time to either leave a podcast review right on the platform that you're listening to, or if you feel like it, please do a share across your social media. We love to hear how each of the episodes is impacting you, and we love to provide an opportunity for you to inform us via social media. So please share a story or a post about this episode and tag us at The Manifesto Community. Until next time, please, Manifestors, keep hunting for purpose.